Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutruwita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. For a feel-good start to another day. This is Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Breakfast. Thanks for listening to our podcast and welcome to it. Big show today. I felt like we really touched off on a lot of things. For instance, you'll find out what Karen arranged for a six-year-old birthday party. You will. Did she arrange it? I Did I arrange it? Well, we'll find out. <laughs> Karen's mm. our Christmas correspondent, if you're just joining us. And yeah. now she, birthday party correspondent. Our you, everything so, correspondent. Yes. Gee, that's escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never leave. Yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? She's yeah. stuck here now. Uh, we also spoke with Greg Irons from Bonnerong. Bonnerong Wildlife Sanctuary. Do you struggle to say that word every time? Bonnerong. Yes, as to how they're going trying to fund their rescue hospital. We also spoke with Luke Schlenner from the Taz Wine Fest. That's mm. coming up in February. And we gave away lots of tickets and we had a 30 minutes of fame recipient, Jordan Miller. You'll hear from him. Here's what you missed. Karen is back talking all things Christmas. I am. It's still December. I'm going to be here until I've, I told you I've been sleeping in the car park. This morning you found me under the desk wrapped in Christmas wrap. That's right. And I thought that's an interesting blanket, but that's okay. Yep. Celebrating the season that is Christmas, of course. Uh, what are you up to, Hobart? You can get in touch with us. 0488881073 is the number to text. You can also text in pictures, which we love to see. Where are you this morning? 04-88-88-1073. Send us a picture or call one triple three five three. Everybody that interacts with the show will get a ticket in the meat tray for $100 worth of meat thanks to Robbo's Chicken and Meats. Wow, wow Robbo. Robbo. They are open seven days in Glenorchy. Hey, yesterday, so you won't know this, Karen, but you definitely know this, Rhea, and Hobart knows this. I have a dog called Phoebe. She's a golden mm-hmm. retriever. She's nine. She's a beautiful dog. Oh, no. Love her. No. What? Has she got stuck again? No, she didn't get okay, stuck good. under the <laughs> She got stuck under the deck oh. uh, a couple of times. We've, I think I've sorted that. But over the last few years, she's had a few times where she's had indoor accidents. Oh, dear. And... Like she's broken a vase or well, something? No, no. She's done indoor wheeze. Indoor oh, wheeze. Yeah. wheeze. Not, not broken a vase. <laughs> Like, like a sorry. cartoon. <laughs> no, so she's done indoor wheeze and a couple of indoor poos where she's been crook. Like she sleeps inside overnight. She doesn't have access to get outside, but she's usually pretty good. We have a mat in our living room, a large mat that would probably be two meters by two meters. So it's a, quite a large mat. That's a luxurious sleeping arrangement. No, well, it, it is, I suppose. But she does, she's a smart dog. So she won't, well, Maybe she's not a smart dog. She won't wee on the floorboards. She always wees on the mat. So a couple of times I've got up in the middle of the night to come to work Mm -hmm. and I've like looked at the poo on the, or the wee on the mat. You pretended not to see it. No, I always clean it up, Uh. Karen. But the, oh, the stains... sorry, Erin, the light wasn't on. I didn't see it in the dark <laughs> I've, at I've thought about doing that, but I'm a better person than that. So there's a few stains where Ooh, like yep. just naturally... Anyway, yesterday I got home and I thought, I'm going to fix this because it's still a bit stinky or whatever from 
months ago, just a little bit because it smells like a dog. Dogs have a certain scent. Guess what I did to the mat? I took it outside. Pressure hosed it. And I got the pressure I know, hose on it. Yeah, I've, I've heard that. You do that? Yeah. Well, I turned the hose on full. Okay. I can't be bothered getting the no, karcher out. I got the karcher out and properly pressure washed this mat with work. the karcher. How did it feel? I, I was worried because I thought, now I've got this sopping wet mat. What am I going <laughs> to no, do? No, I'm worried you've got the taste for the pressure wash. <laughs> I do love the pressure washer. But I've cleaned the mat and it looks good. It's it's looking fairly clean. Well done. Very and proud. I've hung it over the fence and it's drying. So hopefully we've got some good weather coming up for the next <laughs> few days. It's triple M breakfast. Tessa Randello from the Triple M newsroom is on a day off. So Tubes and I are gonna to pretend to be journalists this morning. <laughs> well, I pretend <laughs> to be a lot of things. Journalist isn't one of them. But what is making news, Rhea? So there have been some statistics released from the Australian Institute of Health and Welfare 2022 to 23 report, which have revealed that wait times, which I think we pretty much already knew, mm. in Tassie's emergency departments are the worst in the country. Mm. So almost four in five patients are waiting over four hours in our emergency departments before being admitted. Yeah, and I think this is um, obviously... Terrible statistics. However, you know, that they, they, this is going to take some time to fix. This isn't going to be a quick fix, trying to fix our emergency departments and our hospital systems. Yep. Our medical services are under extreme pressure, have been, and they've just gone through a generational shift with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So they're pretty tired. Yeah. I think yeah. you'd know some nurses, wouldn't you, Karen? around Hobart and Tasmania. And I know my nurse friends are some of the hardest workers and stay longer and do the extra mile thing because at the crux of who they are is... And why they became nurses. nurses. Yeah, is because they care. Yeah. They care. Absolutely. I did see that Jeremy Rockliffe, the Premier, did announce via his social media that they delivered 21,364 elective surgeries last year at the highest per capita rate in the country. Tremendous job to our health professionals. That is tremendous. However, elective surgeries and emergencies are two different things. Mm, and Absolutely. look, you can, you can throw stats at me and I may or may not listen to them, but unless you're sitting in the emergency with a loved one, that is the most important thing in your life at that moment. Yeah. 100%. Sitting on those plastic chairs for four hours with someone you love. Is not acceptable. Yeah. And you think, well, okay, well, we've had 36% rise. In what? It doesn't matter. The, the moment matters that you're sitting there and you need someone to come and help you. Absolutely. Yep. And the fact that we're the worst in Australia and our worst is almost twice the national average, mm. it's, just, it's just not good What's enough. What's that telling you? What is that telling you? I'm telling you what, right now. What What's it telling te- us? I'm telling you that it's not financed enough. There aren't enough on the ground workers doing this stuff. And I think the issue as Tasmanians, we would probably all agree that there is too much money being ploughed into middle management. Yeah, you're probably right there. Uh, Guy Barnett, our health minister in the state, is blaming the federal government. He said that about 40% of emergency department presentations will be better treated by a GP, which are funded nationally. Well, there's issues there. There's lots to there's lots to unpack. There's lots to fix. Hopefully, they are on the process of fixing it. I know it's going to take time. Yeah. That's what. I, but how much time? How much patience does the Tasmanian public have? Yeah, we're running out of patience. So let's you know speed up that time. Let's get to some good news. Gold. 
Did you see that all of the uh, Leavers dinners are happening now, which is oh. wonderful to see. All the pictures coming up through the Mercury. I did open up the first page of the Mercury today, looked at it and thought, someone's taken a helicopter to their Leavers dinner. What? Which is amazing. It is. <laughs> oh, that Isabella... beats the Tirana in the 80s, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It certainly does. <laughs> Isabella Corbin turned up in the uh, helicopter. Her, her father, unfortunately, and tragically passed away in 2017 uh, in a helicopter accident. And she is following in her father's footsteps of wanting to be a rescue pilot with the oh, helicopter service, amazing. which Good is amazing. Her. And she flew the helicopter Stop. in herself. <gasps> These Kids are overachieving, <laughs> aren't they? Unbelievable story, though. What did she wear? Let me see. Oh, she's she looks she's, beautiful, she's beautiful as well. In a lovely white dress. I'm, I'm sure flying a helicopter in one of those uh, dresses is difficult in itself. But I'm wondering, Karen, did she take her shoes off like you do to drive the <laughs> helicopter? I have to take my shoes off to drive. You do know that, yeah? Maybe she does. Maybe she had to take her shoes off. But that's lovely to see. Well done to Isabella and. Driving in a helicopter certainly beats what I... I turned up in a, a ute, just oh. a, a straight ute, but I was on the back like a cool kid at my lover's dinner. Oh, like, a con- yeah. like a country practice arrived for their wedding. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> oh, Tubes, I'm a little bit anxious about this Christmas. Uh, that's the first time I've, I've heard you say you're anxious. I'm Not telling me. the truth. I'm telling the truth about <laughs> being a little bit anxious. I, I love Christmas, as you know. Yeah. Sometimes, though, Santa, I don't know what he's thinking. Right. I don't know what kids are thinking. Okay. My child, Alex, seven-year-old little boy, a couple of years ago asked Santa for a saxophone. (laughs) (laughs) Not Hot Wheels, not a slip and slide. Oh, that's a good idea, a slip and slide. Are they still around? I think they're still around. Um, Wanted a saxophone. Saxophone. Watched YouTube videos of sax players. Kenny G. An hour upon hour of it. So right. I had, so Santa had to go out and find a saxophone. So hang on, Santa did get your son Alex a saxophone two years ago. He for came Christmas. through. So do you know the pressure that Santa is under when all of a sudden Santa can deliver a saxophone Christmas morning? That must have been nice to see, <laughs> yeah. though, your son Alex unwrapping. How, how does Santa wrap a saxophone? Oh, they come in a lovely case. Okay. And, yeah. Okay. Oh, no, no, I don't think Santa wraps presents. Okay. No, they just appear in the lounge room. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, some Santa, some, some, sometimes Santa's busy. He's very busy. Last year, he was very busy. Right. He had to get a drum kit. Oh, Santa delivered so a drum kit in 2022. A, and now, I'm not saying that my son is musically gifted. He's just <laughs> indulged. So you're worried about So I'm worried about this year. Mm. There seems to be a – we've got a harmonica. We already have one of those. not going to ask for one of those. Okay. We've, we're going to see Santa again. We have visited Santa and he has asked for gold Nikes. Okay. Not, not happening. Santa, no, think, Santa can't get gold Nikes, but I'm, I'm wondering if he's going to keep asking about the musical instrument theme. <laughs> like, are we going to – we're going to – what if he asked for a grand piano? What's <laughs> going on the deck? It's triple M breakfast. Love it when you text in on 0488881073. That number again, 0488881073. Anytime you text in the show, you get a ticket in the meat tray. You can send us a picture and we'll give you two tickets. Uh, this one comes in from Trapper from Tunnock. And he sent in a picture of his beautiful Kenworth truck, 
parked out the front of the Triple M building this morning. Love that trapper. He's off delivering with Taz Connect Logistics. Nice work. I'm just reading that off the side of the truck. <laughs> Beautiful big white truck. David in Melbourne has texted in. This one's a pretty serious one. Tubes, the Tasmanian Health Service is funded higher per person than any other state. You are right, though, about middle management and a lack of cl- clinical staff. All this combined with better lifestyle choices and who knows, it might improve. Cheers, David. I appreciate the text there, David. I think the reality of it is that we have an aging population here in Tasmania as well. Better health and lifestyle choices uh, across the world, to be honest. And mm-hmm. I think Tasmanians know that our health service is struggling and we uh, we know that the health workers are even struggling. And They are. You know, it's like you said before, Karen, about... I think every every Tasmanian can relate to exactly what you were talking about, sitting in the emergency at the Royal Hobart Hospital on those uncomfortable plastic chairs with a loved one who needs critical help. Is Which is why you're there. Yep. And it, and it is a feeling of pure, I don't know, anxiety, concern, and, and all of that stuff wrapped into one. And sitting there, I've, I've done it with my kids when they've had... Uh, allergic reactions. My kids are allergic to tree nuts, all tree nuts. Mm. We've been in there with asthma. Our little boy Ray has pretty bad asthma. He's on a preventative medication every day. And sitting in there with a little boy who feels like he can't breathe. Yeah, and it's heartbreaking. And, and they <clears throat> they know, the, the staff know, and it's concerning. He's okay, but it's like we need to get him in here soon. Mm. And they're, they're tired and you can hear babies crying and you're sitting looking at, you know, an 83-year-old your old man sitting in a chair where he should be in bed or it's, yeah. yeah. It's, it is concerning. What are your thoughts, Hobart? 0488881073 is the text line. There is a road closure that people should be aware of today. A section of Huon Road between Chimney Pot Hill Road and the Pinnacle Drive, which is Pillinger Drive, the road on the, uh, on the mountain will be closed because there is a tree that is in a dangerous position and they're going to remove it, Karen. So between Fern Tree and Chimney Pot Road on Huon Road will be closed today. They're hoping to have it done between 9am and 3pm. However, they're hopefully going to do it quicker than that. Was it a Christmas tree, do you think? Uh, Are we going to be in New York? Is it? I, I knew somehow you'd bring this back to Christmas. Oh, I've seen the tree in New York. I went to New York for Christmas. Oh, there's a humble brag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that one time in New York. <laughs> yeah. So they're saying that you will need to make other plans here for this road closure between Ferntree. So if you're in Ferntree, downtown Ferntree, You'll have to drive down Huon Road to Leslie Road, down the Huon Highway, and around on the Southern Outlet. A little bit of a bypass there. Does that come up on Google Maps when there's something happening, you know, on your... Do you know what? That is a very, very So if I'm trying to get to Ferntree to look at the wildlife or something... And you whack it into Google Maps... Would it say, no, you can't go this way, we're taking a tree out? I think so, because if you look at Google Maps right now, there is a road closure at Old Beach that is uh, like the bypass around the back way from Old Beach through the Gage Brook. Um, and that road is closed. Oh, there you currently. go. And it is, it is on Google Maps right now. I, I'm not sure how they... They update it 
they did it too for Jeez, when it's smart, isn't it? Google Maps. When they it is knows smart. where you are. Oh, don't don't. <laughs> well, you know, Google knows everything. Google does. But uh, they also did it when they were redoing the Kingston Town area. Um, Near the banjos there. When, because it'll map you road? around the, please take the second yeah. exit on the roundabout. Well, hopefully, but you know where the best place to get all the traffic updates where is? Where should I have a look? Triple M. Triple M. It's Triple M Breakfast. Greg Irons, the king of Bonnerong, we call him, and friend of the show. Good morning, Greg. <laughs> morning, folks. How are we all? It's great to have you here with us, Greg. Greg, tell us about what's happening at Bonnerong. I know that Project Recap has come to an end. You are hoping to raise $2 million for your wildlife hospital, but rehabilitation hospital for the injured wildlife. Where are we at, Greg? Well, it was the most incredible start, to be honest. We had um, 420,000 donated with uh, with our matching donor. That's 840, if I got my maths right. Very good at maths. Uh, so, look, that's the most amazing start, given that was sort of the crowdfunding element of the campaign. I mean, we, we honestly didn't have a goal that high. We just the cost of living and the cost of everything at the moment and coming up to Christmas and all those things, the generosity uh, that we saw from, you know, such a small state in Tasmania it was just amazing. I mean, it was the third highest campaign in their history, the the platform that runs it and um, the highest environmental one in their history. So my hat is off to Tasmanians for, for caring and for getting behind it. We're just so appreciative. That is absolutely sensational for Bonnerong and for our injured wildlife and our orphan wildlife, Greg. What does it mean for Bonnerong itself? Look, I think just for our staff, for our rescuers, for all the people in the sector, it's not only about the the dollars and, of course, having a facility that is world-class and can see us really handle the amount of animals we're predicting in sort of 10 years' time, but it gives so much belief. You know, I think it's a really lonely space to be sometimes wildlife rescue because there's just case after case after case. You never sort of win the war if that makes sense it doesn't matter if we rescue a million animals today and save their lives tomorrow there's more waiting so that belief for our staff particularly i think is just huge to know that the community is behind us and believes in what we're doing it's uh, fantastic and look still obviously a way to go but we're very close to having enough at least for the main hospital build uh, then we can focus on associated buildings uh, over the next handful of months so is the hospital going to be on the grounds at bonnerong when we, yeah, when we visit the park is. Yeah, look, unfortunately, our car park will disappear, so that'll be taken up by a hospital. <laughs> so we'll that's have to well, that that's a good well. cause. We'll let that yeah, go. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, we can walk another five metres if there's a massive <laughs> <right>. big hospital. <laughs> that's right. And so, yeah, look, it will be on site just because all the, um, it's not, I think, People forget it's not just about the vets and the vet nurses. It's all the support teams that you need around it, from our critical care teams to rehab to release teams. Plus, we've actually got more enclosures off display for rehab than we do in the sanctuary. So having them all together uh, is massive. Um, and it, look, it's going to be yeah, quite quite an amazing experience, I think, for um, for not only the guests to see what they're getting behind, but you know, just to make things more efficient for animals and be able to see more at once is uh, is really exciting. When do you hope to start the build, Greg? 
<laughs> well, mate, we, um, we're ambitious, Tubes. You know that. We we went ahead and signed the building contracts before we even started the fundraiser. Wow. So there's nothing like a bit of pressure uh, to make sure. So, look, it's actually going to be pretty quick. So, it should it, well, it will be up by August, um, August upcoming. So, you know, we've obviously got a bit more fundraising to do and uh, hopefully can chase a few more people up. But, um, you know, August it'll be, it'll be up and we'll be ready to rock and roll. I was reading the paper this morning and I was looking at a local bottle shop ad for a carton of beer. And they were pretty ex- pretty extreme <laughs> prices, but there's a local brewery, Greg, that uh, have created a marsupial. That is cheap. <laughs> what a great Christmas present! Can we buy it now? Whereas Absolutely. half the profits will go to Bonnerong. Tell us about that. Oh, look, it's an amazing, you know, we went to see the Hobart Brewing Company and, you know, I mean, we love their beer, to be honest, and I mean, just like you, we like to look at beer ads first thing in the morning too, Chips. Uh, <laughs> shows you were planning for a great day. Um, so you knew you had to talk to me, so getting prepared early. Um, so, look, they were just fantastic. When we first approached them to see if they wanted a partnership, honestly, they were more excited than I was, and to be in a meeting where I can hardly get a word in is pretty rare, I've got to tell you, and, uh, you know, they were just so excited, so they wanted to produce a beer that had a really Australian sort of touch to it, so it's an Australian pale ale, um, you know, and wanted to, yeah, basically support the sanctuary. And so to be donating 50% of profits to, I mean, most of these sort of partnerships, you know, you might be talking 5 or 10%, and so to be donating 50% is just amazing. So, you know, that's uh, it's available for pre-order at the moment. Um, if you just go to the Hobart Brewing, Brewing uh, Company's website, um, so it is a unique Christmas present and limited edition, obviously. I mean, we hope to get a few runs in uh, with them. But, uh, but yeah, look, I haven't tasted it yet because it's not out of the big machine. So hopefully it, uh, it tastes brilliant. Which Very I'm important job. Send tubes down. I'll be heading <laughs> down. And, of course, everyone should drink responsibly. But uh, a beer with a cause that is close to a lot of Tasmanians' heart, the Hobart Brewing Company, Marsupial, half of the profits going to Bonnerong Wildlife Sanctuary. Greg, thanks so much for joining us. I will also just say that there is a virtual Bonnerong Wildlife Rescue Training December the 9th. You can register at bonnerong.com.au if you're interested in finding out how more on wildlife rescue. Greg Irons from Bonnerong, congratulations on securing that funding for your wildlife hospital and we'll chat to you soon. Thanks, folks. Hope, hope you have a happy and safe Christmas Merry as well. Merry Christmas. <laughs> It is your time to shine on Triple M's 30 Minutes of Fame and our most recent 30 Minutes of Fame contestant is Jordan Miller. Good morning, Jordan. Hey, Tubes. How are you? Great to have you here, Jordan. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I've been on the show before uh, for Make-A-Wish Wednesdays, Wish Wednesdays, and yeah, I live down here in Hobart and I just finished year 12. Sensational. I'm thriving, I think. Yeah, yeah you certainly are. <laughs> You're a friend of the show. You've been on here before and yeah. You've entered Triple M's 30 Minutes of Fame. Yep. Of course, one of our 30 Minutes of Fame entries will win the VIP experience thanks to the Tasman Luxury Collection Hotel in Hobart, including that White Sage Skin and Wellness Package with White Sage Skin and Wellness, Holistic Skin Clinic, providing experiences and real results. A massive prize there to be won. Tell us why you entered 30 Minutes of Fame, Jordan. I just love the radio, I think. It's great being around you guys and seeing what you do and... 
just being around the community and being able to hear from everyone and all that, it's it's amazing. Well, it's great to have the opportunity, I guess, for a platform for you, Jordan, Absolutely. to talk about something outside of Make-A-Wish, exactly. which you're passionate about. Yeah, exactly. And we will get to that shortly. It's Triple M's 30 Minutes of Fame, thanks to the Tasman Luxury Collection Hotel Hobart. Jordan Miller is our contestant right now. It's Triple M Breakfast. It is Triple M's 30 Minutes of Fame. Jordan Miller joins us live in the studio. Now, Jordan, I've known you a little bit through your Make-A-Wish journey and the Make-A-Wish Foundation that do wonderful things here in Tasmania for kids that are suffering terminal illnesses. And you have come on the show before, but you're here to talk about something that you're quite passionate about. What have you got? You've got a little case in. Yes, I've got a little case in front of me and it's filled with Rubik's Cubes. Right. Yeah. This is something that I have never been able to master. (laughs) It's one of those things that it's not that hard to master, but you do have to knuckle down on it for a little bit and learn a couple of things to be able to do it. You've got a huge variety there that I'm looking at. Hold some of them up and show us what we've got. So So what's that one? This one is the huge one I've got. It's called a nine by nine. Nine by nine. Nine by nine by nine. So there's nine along nine along nine. Beautiful. Next to the next to the original three by three. That's correct. Yep. Yeah, it's a pretty big one. It's just in a pattern at the moment. So I'm struggling with a 3x3. Three three. Yep. I imagine that a 9x9 nine nine is particularly difficult. Yeah, so the 3x3 three three is just a pretty simple method, but you kind of apply the same sort of algorithms, but you have to repeat algorithms more times, so it just takes a longer period of time to solve. That is crazy. So there's yep. 81 surfaces on each surface. Yep, yeah, so there's lots of pieces on the... Oh my inside. goodness. They make it like flexible like that so you can do it fast, but you <laughs> right. can't really do it that fast. What else um, have you got in there? Um, so I've got the 2x2, two two, which is okay. e- even smaller than the original 3x3. Three three. Are what, they easier? They're easier. I think the world record's like two or three seconds for that. So what? they just... Okay. I don't know how they do it, but... And I've also got a fidget spinner here. Just little fun... A fidget spinner Rubik's... Well, that's not really a cube, but it... Well, it turns like wow. a cube. Okay. It's just a little gimmick. Have you got two two-by-twos there? I do, there? I do. Can you I mix do. them up? Yep. Mix them both up? Yep. Excellent. Chuck me one. There we go. Nice. I've caught it. What's the algorithm? Well... Look, I'd try and teach you tubes, but, <laughs> but it's I'm... not you, it's the cube. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you kind of have to memorize certain algorithms. Start off with one side. Okay. So you don't have to worry about how the other pieces around it are orientated. You always start with one side. Okay. I think I've done one side. There you go. Beautiful. That's when it gets to the part. You have to do the opposite side. The opposite side next? Yeah. How that's... do I know what the opposite color is? Um. So it's blue and green. Is there always a... Yeah, okay. Yep, so it's the opposite is uh, blue and green, red and orange, and white and yellow. Okay, So that's something you just kind of learn. Blue and green, red and white. I've lost track of it already. Yeah, blue and green, blue and green. So you've got blue there. Yep. So green will be your opposite side. So that's the next one you need to do. Okay, but they're on the side. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, this is the stage where you need algorithms. This is getting too hard for me already. What is it about that you love about the Rubik's Cube? Oh, look, I've always, I just love having something to do with my hands and keeping my mind busy. And it's just something that, especially with these huge ones, just gives me something to do for ages. You know, I'm not bored or something like that. Or is it relaxation? Yeah, it's pretty relaxing. Um, Almost like a meditation. Yeah, it kind of is. And there's a, huge community about Rubik's Cubes and speed cubing out there that no one would know about. Competitions and all that. And Have you ever been involved in competitions? Yeah, a couple of competitions locally that I've been to. A couple of the famous 
speed Rubik's Cubers came to a couple of those, and that was pretty awesome. Sensational, yeah. Jordan. Well, we're going to learn a little bit more about you and how you feel about Hobart. Yep. Stick around. It's Triple M's 30 Minutes of Fame with Jordan Miller. Triple M Celebrating 30 minutes of fame here on Triple M. Thanks to the Tasman Hotel, the Tasman, a luxury collection hotel in Hobart. You can win yourself a VIP experience thanks to the Tasman Hotel, including dinner for two at Pepina, breakfast for two at Pepina, drinks at Mary Mary, and of course, you'll get the White Sage Skin and Wellness Package, who are an holistic skin clinic providing experiences and real results. Jordan Miller is our 30 minutes of fame recipient right now, and he joins us live. Jordan, you wanted to talk about transport here in Tasmania, particularly public transport. Yes, so I'm visually impaired, so I am not allowed to get a driver's license. So I think public transport would be something that if we grew it to a bigger scale down here in uh, Tassie, it would be really helpful for people like me just to get from place to place. What are the challenges that you have getting around Hobart? Look, everything's pretty close. So you can just get an Uber or something like that, but the prices do build up or getting a taxi and all that. Certainly more out rural, there's not as many buses that go out there and not as often and stuff like that. So it's, yeah, it's pretty challenging. We spoke with a Triple M 30 Minutes of Fame recipient the other day, Jeremiah, who was talking about public transport as well, about how important it is for him to get around. Mm. And he was talking about Ubers and public transport have similar costs. And when it gets to that stage that it is getting a little ridiculous. Do you use our public transport services here? Yeah, so I usually uh, get the buses around and out where I live, the metro buses don't go out there. So we have to get the red line buses and then they don't come as often. So you might not get where you need on time, which can sometimes be pretty annoying. And it's uh, pretty difficult. I feel like, yeah, we need more often. More consistent. Yeah. 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 And being visually impaired, how do you find even just getting around Hobart? Are there things that we need to improve for, for those that are visually impaired like yourself? I think it's mostly they do pretty good. I think it's just for the person themselves. It's good to always have someone for a couple of times just figuring out your paths and where you need to go and then you kind of get the hang of it after a while. So more consistent, more affordable and more safe, I guess? Yeah. Public transport is what you're asking for? Yeah, yeah. More accessible with the times as well, maybe online stuff so it's easier to see where you want to go and what time and stuff like that. Love that, Jordan. More inclusivity across Greater Hobart would be much appreciated, not by just people who are vision impaired like yourself, but Mm. people across the whole community. We appreciate you coming in. You know, it's going so quickly. We've got one more chat with you, Jordan Miller, who is our 30 Minutes of Fame recipient here on Triple M. It's Triple M Breakfast. Jordan Miller, how have you enjoyed your time here on 30 Minutes of Fame, Jordan? I've loved it. It's always great having to chat to YouTubes. It's, you know, <laughs> so easy, you know. Everyone here is awesome. Look, I've spent the last 30 minutes trying to figure out how yeah. to get the green bits opposite the blue bits, <laughs> but I'm too scared to um, get my blue bits. That is, of course, on my Rubik's Cube here because there are Rubik's yep. Cubes. I'm struggling to even say it. A Rubik's cube enthusiast yes is that what is that how you define yourself well we kind of define it as like cubers we're just we're cubers well this tuba is a cuba (laughs) in an uber maybe yeah maybe jordan Jordan miller has been our 30 minutes of fame recipient thanks so much for coming in jordan what's the last thing you want hobart to know about you well not necessarily about me but i just want to spread the message of everyone be happy spread joy spread kindness and 
Hobart will be a wonderful place as it already is. Love it, Jordan. That is Jordan Miller, the Triple M. 30 minutes of fame recipient for this half hour. Thanks so much for your time, Jordan. Thanks for having me, Tubes. Loving seeing the photos of all the Leavers dinners coming through on 0488881073. Leavers dinner season right now. All the kids finishing up their year 10, 11 and 12s and sometimes grade 6s out there. Their Leavers dinners for primary school. It's wonderful to see. I did see in the paper that uh, Isabel Corbin arrived in a helicopter, which is quite amazing. Back in my year 11... Leavers dinner because year eleven we went to the Leavers dinners as well for the year twelves because we were year eleven okay. and twelve which is kind of cool. So year eleven I went no year ten I went in a Ute mm-hmm. like on the back of the Ute turned like up on the back practice. of the Ute. And then in year twelve my cousin was a police officer and it's funny enough my cousin Doug's father in law actually owned the car yard of the Ute that I went on the back of. <laughs> but. You yeah, know my, people. My cousin Doug was a police officer and he took me in the divvy van, the paddy wagon, <laughs> pulled me out of the back with the handcuffs on and oh. uh, took me to my leavers dinner in the in the paddy wagon, which was pretty cool. That's very nice. I went to my grade six one in a fire truck. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, my, my friend's dad was a firefighter, so we got to, he hooked oh. us up and we, we went in the fire, fire, fire I truck. I got, well... I got a fire engine for my son's birthday one year. Oh, really? Backyard party. Ba- I know. To the fi- look, you had the fire engine turn up for you. You're a cool mum. No, no, I'm not a cool mum. I'm an irresponsible. No, I'm I'm a cool mum. I have an irresponsible <laughs> dad or husband. So it wasn't intentional. Wasn't intentional. Backyard birthday party, old school, getting very, you know, retro. Let's have a birthday because you have to do impressive things. And the barbecue caught on fire. (laughs) (laughs) And so there's a bunch of blokes standing around a barbecue. Oh, we'll smother it. We'll do this. We'll do. And I just saw flames and thought, let's not muck around. And luckily, I pulled the pin on their firefighting abilities. The fire engine came. How cool was the high? Put put the fire out. (laughs) Put the fire out. Which is a very good warning now with summer and people are out and about having barbecues. Check your gas connections. Check if Barbie is up to scratch. Otherwise, you know, you're going to have some unwelcome visitors. But the neighbours thought I'd gone above and beyond. They thought I'd organised it. All the kids are out in the street having their photo (laughs) on the fire truck. (laughs) It was epic. It's Triple M Breakfast. The Taswine Fest is back for its fifth annual event. To talk us through exactly what's happening this year at Taswine Fest is Luke Schlenner from Taswine Fest. Good morning, Luke. Good morning, guys. How's it going? It's great to have you here, Luke. Tell us what is happening with Taswine Fest this year. So we're super excited to be, to be back at the Botanical Gardens this year with um, our T- Tassie's favourite summer garden party, bringing together uh, 25 of Tassie's best vineyards from all around the state, some great local entertainment some great food to pair with it and good times all around. It really is the best that Tassie has to offer as far as food and wine goes, the Taz Wine Fest. It's a celebration of our industry here, Taz Wine Fest. How many wine, uh, vineyards have you got coming in this year? Certainly is. So we've got 25 vineyards joining us this year from all around the state, uh, as well as some great foodies as well, like Bruni Island Oysters, Larkantara Cheese from up the East Coast, um, some new vineyards as well. So, yeah, no, we're really looking forward, <coughs> looking forward to it. I think that this 
is, like I said, a culmination of everything that we love about Tasmania. Tasmanian wine has been kicking goals for a number of decades now. What do you think makes Tasmanian wine so special? It certainly has. So Tassie has such a great climate for wine down here. So we were able to produce so many different types of wine. But um, something like Tas Wine Fest allows us to really enjoy that in a great environment with, um, with some great people in the sun. Yeah, and it's not just about the food and the drink. It's about the entertainment as well. Karen, you saw that one of your favourite Tasmanian entertainers is coming down with the Southside Steppers. Yes, and this is a, a child event as well. So you've got a grown-up night, Saturday It is, night. yes. So Saturday night is 18 plus, but yep. uh, we are all ages on uh, Saturday afternoon and Sunday. So you can bring the family along for some um, dancing through the garden with uh, <coughs> the Southside Steppers as well they as the Beacon Show. They are brilliant I've seen them a couple of times in the last few months. Wow. Can you imagine kicking back on your picnic blanket with your with your wine and your cheese and your kids entertained? That's amazing. Absolutely sensational. You can get tickets at taswinefest.com.au. Luke, thanks so much for coming in. What's your last message to Tasmanians who are thinking about coming along to the Taswinefest? Probably to get your tickets early. We've already had our early bird tickets sell out, so make sure to get in while you can. Uh, VIP tickets are selling really fast, so... Um, We look forward to see you there. Absolutely (laughs) happening at the Botanical Gardens February 10th and 11th next year, but you can get tickets now at taswinefest.com.au. We've got double passes to give away right now to the Taz Wine Fest on 13353. Good morning to Daryl in Sorrell. Yeah, morning, Cube. What's going on in your world, Daryl? Not much, mate, just work. Got plans for February, have you, Daryl? Hope to. Well, you might want to keep the weekend of the 11th of February free because you're heading along to Taz Wine Fest. Excellent. Who are you going to take, Daryl? I'll take the wife. Brilliant. Excellent. (laughs) That's a couple of uh, tickets for (laughs) you. Right answer. We're in the right answer. Susan in Lindisfarne, good morning. Hey, how you doing? What's happening in your world today, Susan? Uh, A bit of Christmas shopping. Oh, that's the way. (laughs) For yourself, I hope. Hit the shops. Hit the shops shops to treat yourself. I love it, Susan. You want to head along to Taz Wine Fest? Look, I haven't been before and it sounds absolutely fab. Oh, doesn't it? It's genuinely a great time, an opportunity to go around and sample a few varieties of wines from different places (laughs) across Tasmania. Wine and cheese, just, yeah, they're a love match. Oh, they are. (laughs) They certainly are, Susan. You got a double pass. Well done. Oh, thank you so much. Julia from Carlton. Good morning, Julia. Oh, hi, it's Julie, actually. Julie. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Oh, flying, Julie. Julie, we're going to give you a double pass to head along as well. Does that sound good? That sounds fantastic. I haven't been before. Who are you going to take, Julie? Uh, My husband. What's his name? Roland. Well, Roland and Julie heading Mm. along to the Wine Fest. Have a great afternoon at the Wine Fest and have a great day today, Julie. Oh, thank you very much. There you go. Three winners. You can get your tickets at taswinefest.com.au. It's Triple M Breakfast. Just a quick text on 0488881073 coming through. Morning, Tubes. I was just wondering when you'll make your debut for the Southern Serpents this AFL9 season. Well, I can't this Friday. It's a Friday night. It's pretty hard to dedicate yourself to a Friday night <laughs> AFL9s. But I've, I'm still pretty sore from running the point to Pinnacle, Captain Angry, who's text in. And he says, also, don't do a Jarko and be the foghorn at Christmas party this Friday. 
What's that mean? Wow. That's from Captain Angry, number 53. Thanks, Captain Angry. Won't be playing AFL Nines because I have Aaron's Christmas party, which I've been invited to, which is very exciting. Oh, pl- a plus one. I'm a plus one. That's great. Which, which is good. I hope they know what they're in for with me coming in as plus one <laughs> the amount of food that I eat. <laughs> very exciting. Plus, Aaron plus four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's more of a plus four. Plus four. Uh, but no, love your text on 0488881073. Give us a text and you can send us a photo. We're looking for the Leavers Dinners Party photos from the past. Send us your oh, past Oh, there's ones. something you can drag out. There were no cameras when I went to my Leavers Dinners. <laughs> Just one of those Certainly not wider. any social media. Just oh, a I painter in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a sketch artist. Just quickly... Have a look at this, Karen. I know you are sitting opposite me, but on 04-88-88-1073, there is a picture here. Speaking of Leavers Dinner, Rhea and Tubes and Karen, me in a suit prior to my big night. I look a li- bit like Rod Stewart. Cheers from Tiger Damo. Have a look at that sensational oh. mullet. Absolutely outstanding. No, I am drawn to the blue satin cummerbund. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> How good is the cummerbund? And it looks like... Bring it back. Tiger Demo's jumping into a four-door wag Gemini. I think it's a Gemini, is it? Tiger Demo, can you text us in? Is it a 1979... Might be even earlier than that. Uh, hang on. There's the, the orange bottle glass door yes. in the – oh, look at the surroundings. The bottle glass door. So good. So good. Thanks for the text. Text us in your old school Leavers Dinner photos. They are sensational on 04 It's Triple M Breakfast. 100 bucks cash could be yours by calling one triple three five three. Good morning to Kelly from Gagebrook. Good morning. What's happening in your world today, Kelly? Uh, just waiting for Dangerfield to open up so I can get my daughter's Leavers Dinner shoes. Oh, <laughs> Leavers Dinner shoes. It's that time of the year. It certainly yeah. is. How old's your daughter, Kelly? She's 16. And what's her name? Zoe. Oh, well, Zoe. Shout out to Zoe. Well done on getting through school so far, Zoe. Love that. Kelly, can you test your buzzer, please? Kelly. Beautiful. You'll be playing Anne-Marie from Colbrook. Good morning, Anne-Marie. Hello. How are things in Colbrook this morning? Beautiful. Beautiful morning. You're off for a warm one, I think, Anne-Marie. I think it's going to be 25 degrees in Colbrook. Ooh, blow up the pools, kids. <laughs> add, a, add a couple more, I reckon. You reckon it'll get a bit warmer than that? Yeah, a bit warmer. Love that, Anne-Marie. Can you test your buzzer, please? Anne-Marie. Beautiful. Three questions coming up. You've only got to answer two of them correctly to win $100 cash thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builders boost on now by Creative Homes. Let's go. Question number one. What is the FM frequency of Hobart's Triple M? Is it A1073 or B1074? Kelly. Kelly. M-R-A. <laughs> B. It is not 1074. Emery, would you like to have a guess? A. Correct, Kelly. Unlucky. It is, of course, 107.3. Anne-Marie, you are halfway to 100 bucks. Question number two. Which team will the Hobart Hurricanes play when they kick off their BBL season in Launceston on Monday? Is it A, the Sydney Sixers, or B, the Melbourne Renegades? Anne-Marie. Anne-Marie. A. Correct, Anne-Marie. Just like that, you've won $100 cold hard cash. 
Wicked. That is wicked. Emery, you've got a choice here. Do you want to take the 100 bucks or do you want to come back tomorrow and risk the 100 to win 200? We're going to come back. Oh, I love it, Emery. Great. I love it. Thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builders boost on now by Creative Homes. Emery is our carryover champ and she will be back tomorrow playing for 200 bucks. Emery, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you. Bad luck, Kelly. All the very best to Zoe at a Lever's dinner, and hopefully those shoes don't give you blisters. <laughs> That's a bit, bit, uh, bit of danger when it comes to high heels, Karen. <laughs> Are they high heels or flats? Uh, big chunky heels. Big oh, chunky heels. 04-88-88-1073 is the text line. Loads of texts coming through. Love them all. Tiger Damo's got back in touch. He's the man who sent us in a picture of himself at his Lever's dinner back in the 80s, I think. Have to be the 80s with that ensemble. A blue, royal blue cummerbund bow tie combo. Yes. In a grey suit. I don't know if it was royal blue. I think you're messing with the blues. Am I? Let me have a look. Have another look and tell me what you think of that. That's royal blue, isn't it? I'd say it's a, yeah, it's royal blue. Okay. Yeah. Surprising, you know your blues, James. and a picture, <laughs> a picture of himself at the uh, heading into the car, which I thought might have been a Gemini, but it was a Subaru Leone, old school vehicle. I call it the limo. And he oh. sent in another picture. That was him at sixteen, and now he's aged fifty. No grey hair. Wow. What? Good on you, Tiger Demo. O four double eight double eight one zero seven three is the text line. Good morning. I work for Ambulance Tasmania in the call room, and my thought of the day is that people require more education on what to call and not and when not to call an ambulance for, because that would change the backlog of patients we have at the Royal Hobart Hospital. We know that there's been a fair amount of pressure at the Royal Hobart Hospital with waiting times in emergency. The worst and, in the country. Yeah, the worst in the country. The stats have come out, and... That is exactly right. We don't always need to call an ambulance, but the problem is that people can't get into a GP. It's not affordable, it's not accessible, and it's not consistent to be able to go and see your GP. So there's a a number of problems that I know our health service are doing their best to try and fix. What are your thoughts, Hobart? 0488881073. Text us in a picture of you from your leavers dinner back in the day. I'll try and... Mum, if you're out there... (laughs) Can you send in a picture of me at the Leavers dinner, Mum? Maybe on the back of the ute. I wonder if my mum's looking through the albums. She listens on the Listener app, my mum. That is great. You can download the Listener app for free, L-I-S-T-N-R. That is excellent. No, Dad, when they heard I was going to be on the wireless, Dad (laughs) went out and bought a radio, old school radio, with with the dial, I think, and Mum went, oh, I'm just going to download the Listener app, and there she is. So they're in separate rooms, (laughs) so they might be listening different times. Yeah, it's great. Love it. It's Triple M Breakfast. Thanks for listening. Yeah, look, thank you for listening. What I've loved is some of these pictures that are coming through on 04881073 of Levers Dinners. Here's Adam and Zach from 2014. Now, here in the mid sort of, what do you call them, the tens or the teens of the 2000s? The 2000s. Got real yeah. big. Mm-hmm. Got real big, the hair. The hair. Almost yeah. went back to the 80s. Mm. Big hair was big in the 80s, wasn't it? 
but it's sort of trendy big. I don't the know. higher the hair, the closer to God. Is that what it was? That's what it was. Is that what it was? Yeah, I had to get the hairspray is and that, the hairdryer so and the... Oh, yeah. So you, Glitter spray. Oh, that was the 80s. Was that, that the 90s? Did you have glitter spray? Absolutely. You up, so you grew up in... I had the... I, well, when was my time? What? 90s. Okay. I'm a 70s child. Are you? Yeah. It must so. have been glorious to be one of those. See, I was born in the 80s. The decade that time should forget. <laughs> <laughs> no, for, no social media proof. No, that's all right. It's lucky. We'll be back from 6am. It's Free Plug Friday. Talk to you tomorrow, Hobart. Have a great day. Treat yourself. Bye. Bye. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the listener app. It's Triple M Breakfast.